that science, by definition, allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as mad as hell, but I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I am usually... Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What is your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yeah, so fuck off and die. All right. I'm going to help you line it up right now, baby, with the... Line it up. With with your, with your line, stem plant. Line dude. me up. I love how yeah. uh, you uh, every time you get us into a show... You just literally like take a random fact about the whatever movie we watch, and you're like, "I'm gonna." There's a. What about your upgrade? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what about, yeah. I, well, uh, actually, thinking about that was gonna be my opening. It's like <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna say if you could upgrade, if you could choose to have stem implanted, maybe not so like malevolent and like evil the stem becomes. Spoiler alert, but. More of like, uh, you know, any kind of upgrade. What six million dollar man version of yourself would you like? I just want to not be in physical pain. Bad. I think bad back. Right. <laughs> like, we did. We said back. that again. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're old. Sorry. We're, Sci-fi. Sorry. We hit. We hit thirty, and our back exploded out of our spine. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> like it just blew I'm out. I'm gonna the write back a, a. So this month we're doing. Okay. So this is the Cult of Cinema Knowledge <laughs> podcast. Uh, I'm Levi. That's Jordan. So this month we're doing like kind of like lo-fi sci-fi and just kind of more like not big action sci-fi movies as much but more like under the radar sci-fi movies is kind of the vibe i'm going for but i get i think the moral of the story here is i need to write a sci-fi movie that's literally just about going back in time to just fix your back problems or like like literally <laughs> right. that's the like inciting incident is to drive the scientist who has like a bad back to create something that fixes his back and then that's just it and it's a it's a delightful comedy i mean they've already made that, that and it's and it's called the wrong trousers trousers but oh yeah that, that, that the wallace and gromit yeah he gets those sweet robotic legs oh, that's yeah. all you need man God, that is <laughs> where's the live at that, you know what this that's a good if you liked this movie watch go watch, the wrong <laughs> watch yeah the rock trousers wallace and gromit dude that is i mean really though go watch it that's so sick it's so but good, i mean but... honestly honestly if we could get anything uh improved it'd probably be our schlongs you know what i mean it probably might be i'm little... happy with mine <laughs> um gray's uh, gray's character that's what he was missing though as a dog like if he just needed a dog like he needed a lovable dog <sighs> around the house well, I think uh, that's. I mean, that's what everyone everyone says. You got to get a dog, especially yeah. in like a, especially like a rough marriage, and like, oh, yeah. you know, when your wife's a. If I ever if I ever become a widow, I'm getting it. And like, <laughs> you have to. I'm just gonna replace my kids dog. with a dog. Yeah. Uh, to help me get through it. Anyway, uh, so we, if you couldn't tell already, from we're this is a <laughs> a bad start for this podcast. But we're watching, well, know, we're watching we're, the yeah. movie. We've only done like a hundred and something of these. 2018 so. sci-fi film thriller upgrade is what we're watch, is what we watched today. If you didn't notice, uh, I'm stalling because I'm trying to pull up <laughs> my you, synopsis. Did you write your synopsis? Okay, good, good boy. Um, um, this is a this is the second film by Lee. Is it Lee? Lee? Uh, yeah, Lee? I think it's Lee Winnell. And it's just, it's his third yeah. director. Or no. <laughs> Sorry, I got it backwards. I thought this was his debut originally, and then I forgot he did Insidious 3. He, yeah. Uh, but it's 
So we'll get into Lee Winnell in a sec because uh, I got, I got it's kind his of second a, film. I know it is. You're right. Technically, no, you're absolutely but. right. But I, for some reason, in my brain, I can never reconcile that. Oh sure. I mean, no, we'll we'll get there. Uh, we'll talk about Lee Winnell here in more at length. Why is this not letting me do this? <laughs> I don't know. We're we're a tight ship around here. Don't don't worry, folks. Literally is like online documentation editor. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. I got one document that's all the movie synopsis I've done. So anyway. <laughs> So, <laughs> that takes like eight minutes to load. Well, I was life. on the I was on the wrong page. Okay, so uh, so I'll just I'll get you. I didn't I didn't get a chance to give this a one over. So let's see how it goes. So upgrade, written and directed by Lee Winnell, follows Gray, a down to earth mechanic played by Logan Marshall Green in a near future where technology dominates all of society. His wife is killed and he is paralyzed when the couple are attacked after delivering a car to a tech billionaire, Aaron. Aaron shows off a new tech he invented called STEM, and after some wallowing, he offers to install the chip in Gray's body, repairing his his spine, essentially making him more human than human. Uh, more than human. Uh, however, STEM unexpectedly starts talking to Gray inside his head, and together they go on a vigilante mission to avenge his wife after the detective assigned to his case can't find any new leads. STEM grows powerful, allowing Gray to basically have superhuman strength and agility, which is good because the men he is tracking down also have bionic implants, upgraded humans. Uh, because the procedure was so secret and Gray is being so brazen, Aaron threatens to shut him down if he continues on his quest for vengeance, to which Stem has a hacker override his system so he can hide from Aaron and ignore orders from Gray. He eventually finds out the men who killed his wife were hired by Aaron so that he could test out his new super chip on someone without any implants. The detective, now suspicious of Gray, follows him to Aaron's, but Stem is now pretty much possessed, has possessed Gray, and he kills the cop, and after revealing Stem was actually the mastermind behind the whole thing in an attempt to become human, he also kills Aaron. In the end, Stem traps Gray in a fantasy world where his wife is alive in his own mind, and Stem has the human body he needs for the next stage of its evolution. Nice. That's just yeah, that wraps it up. I mean this this was like this was a really tight movie. Yeah. And and to its to its benefit. It it will like it flowed so well. I I was I was, was like the word, thoroughly impressed. The word so, I would use is uh because I wouldn't I've used words before like that are like really tight like this. I wouldn't necessarily like say it's like lean, which it is but I would definitely more use the word like contained. Like this movie's just like it's got it all, just kind of boop, it's in there, uh, and it's kind of swings for a lot of stuff, and it pretty much pretty much nails it all around. So, I mean, I, I feel like it has like it has like the John Wick v- version of it, where it's like super simple. It's like here's the inciting yeah. incident. He gets STEM, and now it's like you know, or like whatever. His wife dies, then he gets the superpower. Yeah. Simple. Now here it goes. I think this like, is a simple premise with yeah, a good execution. Great. You know what I mean? It's got wonderful. Yeah, it's got a really dope cinematography. Was, was this got, your first time seeing it? No, I've actually seen it before, um, and that's why I put it on the poll because it. Uh, I really liked it. And I wanted a chance to rewatch it, <laughs> but I. Uh, Cause when I first saw it, I was like, this looks cool. I heard it was good. And I was like really surprised by it. And then it kind of just came and went. And then Lee Winnell went on to make the invisible man 2020 invisible man remake, I guess if you can call it that. 
um, right. interpretation, I guess. But uh, we, we go back and listen to our <laughs> we did we did a, the whole bunch of stuff on the Invisible Man and our Horrortober stuff last last year. So, um, but uh, I don't know. I really liked it. I wanted another chance to watch it and to see if I still felt the same about it. And because I was like, oh, you know, I don't really remember it fully, and uh, I do. I think this movie is pretty dope. But it was your first time, uh, though, right? One, yes, it was my first time, and I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I'm glad because it's like, like I, I I thought you would be, but because uh, well, I, I know your style, was, but also like I it's know, sometimes I never though. know with you. <laughs> well, I will tell you. I'll tell you because it's like this was this was definitely a movie where I was like I was like. Oh, okay. This is this is a nice fist of ham that I'm getting at the beginning, mm-hmm. and it's like everything everything to the inciting incident, and like all of his, all of like all of his like setup for his character. I'm just like I was like rolling my eyes, very like I was like, okay, I get it. It's uh... and that uh, you know, I I like I think that like Logan Marshall Green, he he brought I like okay, it's I weird, dude. Fucking like him, I man. really like him. I Me wish too. he was I... in more stuff because I always well, like. Shout out to the God. Is it show the Showtime show, Corey that they unjust unjustly canceled after one season, Corey, but he's the main character in that, and it's he's so, so good. good. <laughs> so and good. I and I think like I didn't. I mean, yeah, Corey, and like but before looking at his IMDb, I couldn't I couldn't necessarily place him. I mean, he gets. I think it's funny one? that he gets that he gets that Tom Hardy. Like I just we got to get he that. Does. Everyone's like we got to get that out of the like way. The, uh, everyone's like he's like you the know, Plan B. The, he's, he's the he's the. He's, Kmart, Tom, Hardy, Tom Hardy, yeah. <laughs> whatever you want, whatever you want to call him, whatever. I think it's like I think it's kind of rude because Tom Hardy, as good as he is, he he is typecasted just as much. I don't know. I kind of feel like I'm like like Logan Marshall oh, Green. Invitation. Is, that's the other one for me. Yeah, I, I know you aren't the biggest right. fan of the Invitation, but no, um, it's fine. I mean, just story wise, acting, it's great. But yeah, anyways, cra- um, yeah. And so he does a great job in that. And anyways, I just wanted to say. It's like it's very because Corey, especially, I'm like he's got he's got range and he's a good actor, and so it's kind of I'm like kind of frustrated that he gets you know he gets that he, he's like unjustly unjustly just he's trying to like cast to, as a B version of a guy who already is typecast. Is so I feel like it's not yeah. it's not fair because it's like he deserves a shake because in this he's he carries the whole movie obviously like his acting and is he, surprisingly right. nuanced too. Just like there's definitely times. Well, I think there are times. Like, there the are fact times that he's where acting with his face and like his body's doing that, different things, like that was really, really, right. probably really hard. <laughs> it's really good. No, it was like yeah, it was hard, and I, it was very impressive. And it's like it's one of those things where like it was very, it's very noticeable and it, in a good way though. It like it fit the it fit the story structure so well and like fit his character so well that I'm like I'm like this is this is fun. It's cool because like the like stem stems implanted and it can't it can't operate past where it's implanted i guess that was kind of part of the lore i didn't find that out until later when i was reading about it but it totally makes it in, it enhances the show for me now because it's like oh that makes sense because like his facial uh expressions and like his head movements and stuff it's like funny that like i'm like wow we're getting a lot of great movement out yeah, of just a, his a like weirdly face, physical head. performance <laughs> like he uh yeah, yeah you know he's got the good emotional like he's hamming it up and being charismatic with his wife and it's very like pretty stereotypical and uh, then he's like super depressed, and but like he starts breaking down and crying with his mom because it's like his whole life is destroyed. And he's right, a and that, which is really and that good. was great. 
That was and really then, good. But then, yeah. yeah, it's like the physical performance of like his body's doing all this crazy robotic like choreography straight up. And then he's doing something right. totally different with his head and face. Um, it was good. And I just, I don't know. He's just got a, he's got jokes too that are just like, he's got charm, man. I don't know. Like, some he does. Of the, he, like this yeah, movie's he like darkly pretty funny. I, well, and I think, I think there's some part. So, okay, for me, let's, let's kind of go like, like beat for beat. I, I think, establishing who gray is would had me just like it just had me rolling my eyes so hard i can't i just i don't know he's so funny he's like this like he's like totally against masks and it's like it's way before way before 2020 but it also just like it shows his character and i understand like lee winnell i don't know who what he was trying to say with this but it's just so weird he's such a weird character and he's just so funny when he's like he sees the chip and he's just like it's like oh i see eight people in the unemployment line and i'm like i'm like Okay, boomer. Like I don't know this guy. This guy's like a tech billionaire. Like he doesn't care about. He doesn't care about that. Especially like yeah, it's like ten people. It's like ten people. That's not even that many. Well, no, and it's like, and it's not even like we're we're in this like future where I'm like, you know. No, I get it. That it's like that's his. uh, It it makes a hundred percent sense because it's like you have a guy who's like staunchly anti technology. I'm just saying it's ham fisted because yeah, he's totally yeah anti technology. It is. Well, it's like similar. So this movie. Uh, it really makes sense for Lee Winnell coming from such a horror background because obviously it's like a thriller, but this movie is a straight-up possession horror movie Like uh, at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Sure. It, well, I mean, it definitely has a lot of elements of it, especially like in some of the violence and stuff. But uh, well, that, and, and then I, the ending, but... I wanted to get... I'm just... I'm trying to get my... I'm trying to get my nitpicks out of the way because um, those, are, those are certain things. Like, the, the biggest thing for me is like why he was chosen, why he's friends with Aaron... And why, like, his wife wasn't chosen? Or, like, or like apparently, was she, did she have biotech in her or I whatever, wonder, you know? Did she have, yeah, like, because this is, like, implants? cyberpunk light, and I wish they would have gotten yeah. to it a little bit more, where it's just, like, but, implants are way more common. Or, even if it's shit, more. like, super small, like, you know, instead of LASIK, we just have built-in contacts that can adjust however, yeah. or something, I don't know, something crazy where it's just but, super small shit. I think it but. just that was my that was my only problem is like Stem's motive was kind of weak, but totally the motive was weak. But the reason didn't take me. I see what you're saying. The reason why it didn't take me out of it at all. Like well, it just like it just it's just kind of funny. It's like Stem could have immediately taken him, and then just Stem could have just convinced him to be like, "Hey, let's go to this hacker," and you know, he, I don't know. Well, he could have just fabricated the whole thing from the beginning. That's kind of the thing yeah, for this movie fine. for me. Like, so it's like, uh, I agree with what you're saying. And the first time I watched it, I definitely felt that way where I was just like, uh, don't think like I'm like, Ugh, once I start to think about yeah. it, like uh-huh. the plot intricacies, I'm like, eh, well, I don't know exactly. Like, it seems a little. But like, I wasn't the whole time crazy. I was watching it. I was not thinking of these. I yeah. was just like, I was just like, hell yeah. I was enjoying the ride. Like, putting the pieces together at the end. But, but um, yeah. And well, I like I like it. So spoilers, the, the, the ending, he gets he gets like he kind of gets what he wants. But it's dy- it's dystopian. It's it's like the bad guys win. It's amazing. I it's so rare that that happens. Yeah. And so it's, I it's I super bleak, it. but also I, sort of a happy ending, and, which I like. Well, right. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, dude, that's like, this is that's what's so great is Lee Winnell comes from that kind of like a horror background, and it's well, not always just a happy ending. You well, know, and it's like once I started looking at like this movie, when I looked at it the second time watching it, so this is only my second time, you know, and once I looked at that. I had a much more realization that this is just this is a genre movie. Like this is a basically almost a B movie. 
Um, oh, it, oh, dude, it's yeah, it's B. I, but, I called it a B plus movie. Yeah, is what I was explaining is. to like, my coworker. It's really <laughs> tight and well done, but it's just like yeah, the script uh, definitely feels like super tight, super clean. But like, it knows that some of the shit is just like don't just move past it. Like just just go, you know. And well, like right, it knows right, right, yeah. the archetypes and stuff. Like I feel that it's just like it's lives in that cliche where it's just like, you know, it's like any other like slasher or something where it's like, Oh, the teenagers, you know, it's like, Oh, he's the, sure. he's the yeah. man out for vengeance of his beautiful wife that was killed. And I'm surprised there wasn't more flashbacks of her, like underneath the sheets being like, <laughs> you know, well, like no, the, I know, the giggling that, dead wife so trope. Like it basically like, is that it's coming from, I mean, this is literally like, uh, Lee Winnell said this in a fucking interview it is he's like he's like oh it's like an interpretation of robocop like he just yeah. he's like he's like that's exactly what he was what he was thinking okay. of when he wrote this I can get that. and he's just like he's like and so where robocop robocop's sick go go back and listen to our podcast about we that did a, we love I robocop we did a whole episode on robocop <laughs> we we love robocop we, did, we yeah. love in robocop he has that flashback scene where he's got his like pro, his physical memories and like his physical flesh memories like interact with his computer memories and he's like he's like tripping out because he can like see his family in his old old home that's for uh, sale it's and it's like it's beautiful it's a great scene, it's a great scene yeah. and like and like that and like it's almost like i'm glad they didn't do that in this because i feel like i feel like we have like enough and it and right at the end you get that like you get the satisfaction you get that bittersweet yeah. ending where well it's like he the, gets, he gets the writing her, and everything but. is like super simple super sweet it's got some pretty fun ideas but it's just like uh, you know, that's not the main, like, again, I always said this was a uh, simple, simple story, great execution. Cause it's like, it just allowed him more, more room to, I think, to play with like the cinematography and how that works. Interesting together with like the choreography and like, to just like get some really cool fucking practical effects and like things like well, that. Dude, so that's, that's what hooked me. So the re this movie without that- Without the gratuitous violence, yeah, so I would have, I would have thought uh, this movie would have been forgettable. But that first <laughs> kill, I, I what was your reaction? Because I remember I, was I just jumped like, oh my, out of my seat, fuck? dude. I was like, I like, I kind of jumped up and went, yes, <laughs> yes. Like, like, I was like, I'm in it now. No, like, and I, I knew, I. So that when you do like gratuitous violence like that, you can't do that too much well, there's more not without that completely turning to like yeah. schlo- exactly exactly to keep it to keep the tone you can't keep doing that so i knew it wasn't gonna i knew like unless it's like unless you want to go that route and then go like completely gore like and go more like right. a gore thriller and like true like go like true horror sh- tilt like every then it's every like, really gory scene was yeah. like it was just cool, enough super it gave quick you enough and then it's like, but then it's like when he's like torturing that guy in the bathroom, it's like the actual stuff is like the sound I mean, design is the sound is design, really right. good. It's all like, but that was, I was, that's the only scene. So I, if we want to get, if we want to get there real quick, the bar scene, it's like, so I've kind of, I, the beginning I was like, oh, it's forgivable. I understand his character. This is great. Gets the butt. Cool. Then it's like that, that hyper violence. So like, I don't know. Explain that scene real quick too. The first time he lets stem take over his body. Cause it's like stem stems this like program that uh is voice activated and so he like he gives stem like permission to use his you know bodily functions and so uh he just starts fucking like wailing on this guy with like beautiful beautiful choreography uh really really good fight scene but and it oh dude the the death is so cool he gets a knife it flips around and it goes into his jaw and splits his <laughs> splits his fucking head open and it it like 
it's so it's so visceral it's so and it's brutal. so fast. And he's just like, and so, <laughs> and then like yeah, falls down. Right, right, right. And, it, and I like that it like it doesn't really like it doesn't it gives you all of it. You get the visual feast, but then it's just like it's there it's just a little like bit two longer or three. than you think it's, it would be too. Like exactly, it's, it's yeah. Like, it's like enough to where you like see it really split in. Like they really like did a good job. It wasn't just like the knife went to his mouth and it cut. It was like they did the whole prosthetic. They you're like I, like that's where I could tell. I'm like okay, cool. He like it's like he kept his horror background and like he like is not afraid to use it. Thus, I was a little disappointed with uh, Invisible Man because it wasn't quite as violent as I thought well, it should have been. PG thirteen, but. So. I understand. No, I know. I, 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 I right. like this more than so, Invisible Man, but we go listen to that. We talked about it. Invisible Man is right. still. It's yeah. It's I think tight, he's a really like, good director, cool, and I'm glad to see him. So, I'm, dude, oh, I, he's on my radar 100 percent now. I, like, uh, the next thing he works on, I'm 100 percent there. Except I don't know if he's doing the, um, the Green Hornet the series. One. Oh yeah, the oh, series. Oh, the Green Hornet. Yeah, yeah. He oh. was slated for Green Hornet, but there's no real news, so I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know about that. And then I don't know about the the series got greenlit, but I don't. Who knows? Writer strike, and then who knows? <laughs> yeah. gonna, it'll just die on the table. Yeah, probably. But, but like but that's anyways, the thing because so. it's like yeah. Speaking of writer strike, it's like I've always liked Wee Lee Winnell. Uh, if you don't know, he he's co-wrote Saw, and he did right. like a lot of the earlier Saw movies. Wrote them. And wrote uh, in, in he, helped write Insidious, right? Yeah, he's and a pr- and the Conjuring. He, he's like a he's right, like primarily a screenwriter. Uh, and, and he's like actor. Bloomhouse. He's a Bloomhouse darling. Like he's, yeah, he uh, he's the yeah. guy who in the first Saw movie he's Adam, the other guy in the bathroom. So uh, I've always uh, kind of had a soft spot for him just as a writer because uh, I felt like Lee Winnell really got out in front because he was like the directing half of the team, and then like everyone's like Lee Winnell is like the next face of horror, and I'm like Lee Winnell makes good horror movies. Or not Lee Winnell, sorry. James Wan. This <laughs> is what I meant. James Wan is like the other James half. Wan went James Wan went on a weird ass route. That's the whole thing. It's doing. like he got really popular, <laughs> like what happens with uh that we said happens with good directors. They get sucked into a big franchise or something. And uh so he did ended up doing like Aquaman and shit like that. And like one of the Fast and Furious movies. Uh, which is unfortunate. But uh Which is wild, yeah. That's why I was like, Oh, when I saw this, I didn't realize that he that Lee Winnell had directed Insidious 3 first so I thought this was like his directorial debut and I was like oh yeah this like Lee Winnell is getting his 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 time to shine and I was like this movie is like way better than I like this movie way more than any of James Wan's movies and even the Invisible Man is like really well like it's really tight it's just not an Invisible Man movie which is Go listen to that. I know. Right. That's our Which whole thing. Our, it's yeah, good, but our, it's not, it's not the Invisible Man. We're just diehard yeah. 1930s Invisible Man fans. Uh-huh. Um, right, right, right. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm glad to see him uh, doing stuff because we didn't even talk. Uh, we want to talk about it a little bit. Speaking of, like, that fight scene is the first time you see it. Well, but the right. choreography or the cinematography that's, like, really unnatural and, like, is, like, it's not... It's not it, that kind of shot where it's like locked to your body that they do right, like the right. requiem it, for a dream shot. It's not like that, but it's no. like tracked to it to like with the movements. But you can tell they're doing it in real right. time. Like the cameras are choreographed with it to move with the body, in a way. Do you when know? Stem do you know how over? that was? Do you know? Did you did you look up how that was? No, um, I'm just like achieved? basing just from like I watching will, it because uh, there's so I many scenes right like, now that's so good that every time that happens, I'm like, yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I will tell you right now Sounds how it like, happened. And it's it's ingenious and beautiful, and it only that's what's so cool is like we still we're we're always on like the precipice of a new a new shot a new like film technique and like and just our our oh my god all of our like 
cameras or when it does a full it's like full 360 flip near the end that's so (laughs) so dude (laughs) do you know how they do it they fucking they've got now we've got tiny light uh tiny you know really like not very heavy cameras they're attached to like a a, i don't know a jib and then it's like a it's got like whatever it's like that thing david worked on right where it's like you pro yeah i think it's called a gimbal i think is what they call it something where it can it's just like it just spins and it, but it can, it's stabilized. So it yeah. can flip around and spin. Well, anyways, they have that and that is tracked to just a fucking cell phone app that they downloaded. And that's in his Is that pocket. it? That's amazing. So, all, so the whole time <laughs> he's so doing cool. all the choreography, it's the, 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 the thing's like, just following the, him. He's just like, zoop, zoop, yeah, zoop. I think the gimbal is what it's called. And it's just yeah, like, it's so. attached. So it's like, as the camera moves, it is literally just, it's a robot just following it. So it's like, AI, dude, we're getting in real time where it's like fucking robots are taking jobs. You want you want to complain about it there? That's awesome, huh, though. Lee. The it's fact, like I know, I think it's amazing. Well, it's beautiful. The fact I that love it's it. the simplicity of like it's just following an app. Like that's that's beautiful. Right. Well, no, and it's still it's still like it's so cool. It's like when you think about it, it's like sometimes I, I even get lost in like like films, like trying to make a film, you know, we've done that before. And it's like it's it takes so much and like watching behind the scenes you're like my god all this like camera equipment and everything that's involved you're like this is this seems so out of reach and then you find out like half the tricks and gimmicks are literally like fucking tape and a cell phone like it's not you know it's like it's like all this stuff where it's like man you you really do sometimes it really is that and it's the limitations right the limitations the limitations that like breed the creativity yeah for sure because uh Oh, that's a that's a that's really cool to know that because I I thought that stuff I was really it. well, dude. And then unique. You know what's sick? And it was a perfect example of cinematography. Act like a lot of times, like I'll say some shit to my wife, where it's like, oh man, what do you think <laughs> this shot means? Like, why did they do yeah. this shot? Oh, totally. Like yeah. the dolly in, it's like on his face when he's doing this. Like, what is that supposed to convey <laughs> about his emotions? Yeah. And Mary, and my wife's like, uh, you just sound like a pretentious film snob. And I'm like, this is like a perfect <laughs> no, example where it's, it's like it's so important. simple. It's like. This literally camera only moves this way when basically Stem is in control of his body movement right. to make it feel unnatural, which is uh, like the most surface level you can get. But it's so effective and but cool it, that it really oh, sells totally. the the way his body moves. It's fucking sick. I love it. Well, dude, this I literally was going to give this movie three stars. And then the like research I did on it totally bumped it up to four because like Logan Marshall Green. I mean, I, I understand like a lot of people do their own stunts. But it's kind of hard to do that when you're, like, low budget and when you're, like, you know, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's kind of, like, in that, in that like, that Goldilocks zone well, where it's, like, it's so, such a low budget. Too, you know what I mean? You get to too, do it. It's like, right, the insurance, actors are so yeah. much harder to and, insure. And coming from, like, you know, Bloomhouse is, like, a smaller production company, but they're pretty big now. and they were They're big pretty big, then. but that's that's their and whole so, uh, production philosophy is, like, let's just throw right. a couple million dollars shoot at for this. Like, and, yeah, shoot you know, for, like, $10 million and then, yeah. yeah, you know, make it back. But, anyways, Logan Marshall Green did 100% of his own stunts. So, like... Anything he does when he jumps down the stairs, he was super all the all the fight scenes, yeah, dude. He See, like, I'm just thinking fucking... about him and Corey having having Vietnam flashbacks, and he's in the street with a shotgun. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, that. I mean, that tracks. <laughs> yeah, but it was yeah, it's sick. I was like, I was like, oh cool, this is this is good. I, I liked, you know, I'm like, oh they're they're good kids, you know. See, this movie's <laughs> fun. It's like I once you do start thinking about a lot of the sci-fi stuff, it's like I, the yeah. implications and the genre tropes. But it's just like this is just like a. But I think I think they were hardcore done. genre Dude, this, movie. My my uh my you know we're we're jumping around it doesn't matter. My <laughs> if you yeah. liked this watch this. We did a podcast for it, and I feel like this has the same like, the same energy and the same like, creativity creativity as dread. 
I'm like, yeah, I, this is like I, in the cat, same category as Dread. Like Dread is felt, more. It's tight and it just moves. I feel like Dread's a little time. bigger. As far as like creating a whole world and production, I, like I wish this was like almost a I little don't know, bit. Dude. I don't know, man. Like, but no, I I, agree, like, I agree with you. This is definitely the same sure, category sure, sure. as Dread, like yeah. that type of movie where it's just like that, like B really, plus movie where B it's like, plus really fucking cool genre movie. Uh, yeah. that's like just like a hardcore sci-fi adult sci-fi thriller. You know I know, I mean? and that's what's so cool. It's like it was refreshing to see that. I like because I didn't, I didn't know because. I, Invisible Man was the first movie I saw by Lee Winnell. And uh, so I was kind of expecting that. I was like, oh, he'll he'll get right to the edge, but he won't go there. Yeah. But then Invisible that Man's first kill, I was like, oh, cool. too, you know what I mean? Like this, this Invisible Man's right. like the tension, which is very good, Invisible Man. But this movie's just oh, like, totally, yeah. once but it starts ratcheting, like, Stem starts talking to him. And it's just like, bam, 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 bam. It just keeps going. It doesn't really give you time to, like, stew, which is good. In sure. This case. Right. You know what I no, mean? No, no, right. no. And the and the times the times you do get to kind of breathe, and there is like, quote unquote, comedy. It like it it works for their characters. It's like it's enough time. Like when he gets to like the hacker, that whole conversation is kind of cringy. But it's like it's like I like the parallels of like the the like how hacking is supposed to be like drug abuse or you know whatever that like whatever that uh, you know the metaphor and the symbolism behind like the people who are just like, she's, you know, that the, the, the VR, like, like everyone's oh, all the VR people. Yeah. Like, everyone's like, everyone's like hacked into it and they're tapped into it and they'll do it for days on end. And it's like to the detriment of their health. But like, but it's cool because there's enough tech that keeps the human body going and alive. But then that's kind of like, you know, it's I, like, I like movies. Not healthy. I, yeah. It's I like great. fiction like, that takes place in like, a pre, oh, like, years like a pre-cyberpunk, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Where right. it's just like, this is in between our current reality, so where it's like feasible, it's like the near future, but it's yeah. like also like proto-cyberpunk. Like you could see where it's going with the body modifications, like this same universe in fi- you know, 20, 30, 50 more years is going to be full on like cyberpunk 2077 like fucking crazy yeah uh right, with like right, fucking right. whole body like body mods and stuff so well it'll, and it'll be like i'm i'm pretty sure it'll go to a complete police state which is pretty interesting i i did then like, it will be judge dread. Like that <laughs> judge dread right. is the no. unofficial sequel <laughs> really though no it 100 percent will because it'll, it'll be kind of like minority port with like precogs because it'll like it's like it's cool how the detective in this movie she's in the database and then it like pops his name pops up and it says like not a suspect anymore mm-hmm. and it's like she's she has to kind of go rogue and it's like it's like that's you know in 50 more years it's like they a human being will just be there you know just i don't know just well, that's, to press that's the button, what's but. interesting they just say because it's like they could really there's a lot of stuff there that plant like the little nuggets that is like makes you want to see the wider implication well, and of like I how actually, the place apartment works but it's like just i would be excited show. to see a miniseries yeah so the show like, like apparently fun, there's right? a show in development i'm like yeah i could see that if done well uh right. if done similarly if it uses this movie how it's made to tell a similar story that's more fleshed out in that universe 100 percent Unless they just take the idea and they do something completely different with it, which, again, the idea know, is not necessarily yeah. what's special. Like, the idea is good. It's solid. But it's not, like, incredibly unique or anything. <laughs> again, like RoboCop and stuff. But um, And it's like it becomes a possession. It's like a possession buddy cop movie. Like, I don't Because <laughs> he ends up, no, like, yeah, I full love it. possession. I, mean, I, I really well, like I love the that ending. <laughs> it's like, it's basically, like it's, it's, it's like. It's a little messy I, at the end, but it's a. Uh, 
sure with Aaron yeah. and stuff. But I like the outcome. You know what I mean? Because it makes sense. No, of course. And I and I like I actually think I'm like oh dude, a, a miniseries would have like if they if like Lee Winnell was at the helm and then he like was there to write like you know whatever a ten episode miniseries about this. I think it would be I think it would be awesome because it's like. It, it's like right at the end they had to do like the whole exposition dump you know e- evil villain monologue where it's like he explains like i was stem the whole time you know it's like that whole like you know it's like i was you know, the puppet strings were pulled from before your birth like it's all that kind of stuff and so <laughs> i'm like i'm like i like i like that it's just like it would have been actually better like kind of slowly revealed throughout you know yeah it, no, it, like, there is like there there are like really no hints when you think about it like it's, it, like it's very, really very obvious little... that aaron like he's set yeah. up to be the bad guy because everything that happens to right. uh gray is like very on the nose and obviously he's targeted it's not some random thing and yeah. all that and it's obviously they say aaron up to be super creepy well, and, and I, like i like unsympathetic and like unhuman and be like I don't. Uh-huh. I don't spend time around humans. I know. Is that... I don't spend time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like uh, I don't go out much. So you're like, it, yeah, it's but... a good bait and switch because even well, though you can tell yeah. STEM is nefarious, when when it's basically like I can control your body now and I don't have to listen to you and it just kind of does that yeah. stuff. That it's not a huge shock when it's like actually I was playing you all along, but it's like a good enough twist right. that you're just like, oh yeah, that tracks. That it's like that would do that. That would go to those lengths. Not his. Aaron's reasoning seems stupid, but Stem's reasoning is like uh, weirdly rational, but like irrational, and it's like want to be human somehow. Uh, well, of course, it's it, like, dude, and it's that it's the it's like it's that whole the laws of robotics it's like, where it's like this is you like, build something that can't hurt you, but then it's like if it if it like gains sentience, it like becomes like human. Right. This is like ex machina like meets uh, you know uh, meets dude, dread. <laughs> I was thinking, no, literally, I said ex machina. Meets dread, and then it's and then stem is fucking Hal. Like yeah. you know, it's just two thousand one Space Odyssey. Like that's you know he like literally like talks like Hal, and he's totally got that like the whole like robotic like uh, mentality or whatever you know. They're like just that, that see, like the I, rules, the rules. I want to see like, a, you have to be literal. I don't want to see a TV show. I want to see a sequel. It'd be a totally different movie, but of like because uh, he just like blinks and he's literally the first thing he's. Uh, Gray says when he's in his mind, he's like confused that he's in the hospital and he's like, Stem? Stem, are you there? Like, so he knows yeah. something's yeah. up. So I want to see, I want to see like a, a sequel where like the first 15, 20 minutes, like just the beginning, is like his reality, like kind of crumbling around in him and him realizing that it's totally. not real and trying to take back control. And then like, I want to see what, why Stem wanted to become human so bad and what the next step is. Like, once Stem's human, he's like, ah, oh, finally I can jerk off. You know what I mean? Like, what? Like, I know, right. What, no, like, what is he going to do? Like, he's going to get one of those sweet protein shakes or something <laughs> yeah, like, from the fucking, from the, ro- the robot arm? He's like, like, I really, being a human sucks. Fix your back. Well, like, and I, I love it. I want to, it'd be kind of fun to find out because it's like, I, you know, I get it. People are influential. One person can do a lot. But, like, one just random ass fucking dude who has, like, you know, a quote unquote superpower, but he's still, like, you know, flesh. So it's like, unless STEM can like go and hack into Wi-Fi and then just become everything like her or something, you know, or it's like, unless STEM can like literally just get into every single computer database and go into like the cloud and like corrupt everything. He's still just kind of a huge, I'm like, I'm, it'd be cool to see the limitations of what STEM could do. 
inside of a human flesh body. Yeah, like and if, then like, if it can have like some super advanced healing or something like accelerated healing. Well, right, right. Because theoretically, like it would be able to, but I feel like it would have to body mod itself, and then it would kind of become like. Well, cyberpunk it's like, it, like he yeah, would be like robocop it's fused, like, like the ultimate would, human though like he would basically become usain bowl or something just like a fucking <laughs> he could just run, like an olympic yeah. athlete sure uh, sure but like i'm saying but it's like, like a bullet still could the, kill him yeah like, still the limitations <laughs> right. of a human being yeah other than he he can choose to turn off his like pain receptors and stuff so that is kind of like some interesting stuff right that that gives him the advantage See, again these like, are the the like implications <laughs> of the universe that i'm like that's cool fleshed out but also don't like it's not like super. No, I don't know. Coming, I think the most unique thing you, is like the possession, where it basically is like starts off as like we're pals, and then it's just like he's like I yeah. can't control myself. Nah, you know right. what I mean. He's basically but, but then it's fun, possessed. It's fun that he's. It. I do. I do love like you know when when man triumphs robot. Like when you know it's like when it's like man versus the machine, and like he's trying to like fight it, you know, and he can fight it a little bit, and so you're like, oh, it'd be kind of fun to like see him like kind of like you said crumble around him and like. It, maybe him overcome stem in some way by like killing himself. Obviously it'd have to be like, it couldn't be, it couldn't be like, completely. I, I'm glad they, victorious. cause it's like, that would but be, I, that would be the bitter, the real kind of other bittersweet ending where it's just like, he wins, but at the cost of his own life, but he's just, avenged. Like, he's avenged and that's, his wife. I thought it was when he shoots himself in the neck at the end. And then he wakes up in the hospital for like a split second. I was like, I was like, they can't. Cause I was like, that'd actually be kind of like, it wouldn't be unique. But it actually kind of funny if it was just like a dream and that was it. It just didn't go. <laughs> you know? like, oh. Yeah, yeah. It just was like it was like they got attacked and he like you know his wife survived. Have you <laughs> ever seen? So like, uh, oh God, it's like Synchronicity or something, but it's that Matthew McConaughey movie. Uh, that one. Spoiler alert. Maybe I'll put it on the list. It's not that good, but it's it's a weird Matthew McConaughey movie. But like an hour into the movie, he, they realize they're in a video game, <laughs> like essentially. It, Whoa, but it's no, like such no, a no. it doesn't really give you like it gives you hints but uh it's kind of like that vibe where it's just like wait none of this is real like this is yeah. a simulation uh-huh. and we're npcs like what but it's like played super okay. super 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 straight uh to, to, the tone <laughs> is like way off yeah. uh but uh, well speaking, of, speaking of tone <laughs> this in this movie upgrade that when he goes to like the the dirty bones or old bones or whatever that bar yeah <laughs> That that was like my least favorite scene, my least favorite like just I don't know sequence in the whole movie. It like totally to me, it kind of like that's where like the energy got like kind of zapped. It just for a second, like it really it brought it back just fine. And I like I love this movie, and so like I highly recommend it. But that just like be ready for like that. It is scene like to be kind of the like there's, the weakest part of the whole movie. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of there's a lot of scenes that are like. Top-notch pacing, cinematography, gore, action. That scene is like it does feel like a little bit deflated. I, I see what you're saying. Well, and it almost feels like they're trying to make like a high-budget movie where like he sneezes those things, then it goes to like the super close-up and shows like the little amoebas. That's like the one part I didn't snot. like. It's like the <laughs> idea. So dumb. <laughs> the idea is really cool but, of like the na- he's gotten nano it's like, shredders. <laughs> like you truly and that's I feel really like it's cyberpunk. Like, yeah, it like is it, and it like it but it's works like, how does that so work well. Exactly, but that's you such like too, a. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it would have been. It would have just been better if it didn't show. Like we didn't need to see it. I think him sneezing and then sound effects and then the guy breathing in and like <gasps> and like blood coming out of his throat. Well, and, and there's like, like a little it, bit of line of dialogue where they're like, "Oh, he's got right. nanobots. Watch out." 
yeah. uh, later. Yeah. It's like yeah. something like that with like maybe just a like you could still get the idea because the idea is really cool. So I understand why they wanted to be like, this right. is a cool idea. I want to show it. Right. But like literally just be like have the the guy, the other mini, the mini boss, if you will, the blonde Fisk. guy. Fisk. Yeah. If yeah. he's just like, huh. Got him, got him with the nanobot shredders, bro. You know, to his friend right. at the end. Well, like I, yeah, like I said, like he just that him sneezing. Like you get it. The Context, guy getting, you get the, it. but it's just the like guy getting like, visibly oh, cool. frightened. It's like, yeah, like like the bartender should know that like he's got these abilities. There are anything, you know, it'd be cool if that was like kind of his like rumor. But it's like, um, well, see, that's the thing. Like, it's like he, it's he all turn that just a little bit on? silly. It's like they just have a shotgun yeah. in their arm that they actually well, just that, have to load so, too. Like I. I love it. It's so, cool, like, but I, it is. You it's can't, like kind of goofy. Think ab- you can't think about it too hard. Like I just love, I love getting the like the visa section of like the of like the the barrel in their arm and like you know it does it like okay, it he's is like cuts open his lungs like, when they're doing the autopsy on him and it's uh it's literally yeah, just like basically it, just like they're just ran I mean, some wires through like some big guts or something <laughs> yeah, they're like yeah my yeah, god yeah, yeah. like <laughs> I know well I loved it and they're like it's cobalt like it's like that's cool you know like I it's I literally like from I someone's old stereo like <laughs> right no totally no right the wires yeah the wires were kind of funny but anyways right. it's like and the gun that gun is like it's so cool but it's right on that it's right on that edge of like so it's so impractical and kind of like dorky like it just like it's like it works really well but i'm like h- how do they function throughout the day like can, how do you choose to fire it cuz it looks like it's like a flick of the wrist and so i'm kind of like you know i understand <laughs> it's like sure they're trained but it like that's where i kind of was like i was like Dude, this guy, like, I just, I feel like there'd be a lot more accidents with that. But anyways, it's like, uh, you know, another and like, part, where did the bullets go? That was my thing. I where know. did the, where did the shells go? That was where I like, That's where I'm I like, like, I this, can't, this feels, this is why I say it's like, it feels like proto cyberpunk <laughs> too, where it's just like, right. it feels like whoever's making these body mods has got it. They're like, oh my God, I need to, to resort to like fucking laser beams or something. Like, please let's like get this laser beam technology off the ground. And then 10 years we can get rid of the shotgun shells. They have to load into their forearm. Like they're shooting up shotgun shells. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, so it feels like growing pains kind of. But, uh, you know, the scene I forgot about and I forgot about just now and I was just reminded, but I forgot about first from watching it the first time that I thought was really cool is uh, when uh, right when STEM first starts talking to him and he's like, here, like zoom in, I'll recreate this image, hold it up to your eyes. I can see what you see. And it does like the printer thing with his arm. And that's like the first time it like kind of takes over just as one part. But I'm just like, it just like prints it. <laughs> that's fun. yeah i want i want more stuff like that like just right. just weird that, funny utilities that show like right the uh the symbiotic nature of the two you know yeah and that and that's like that's more that's more of the machine that's kind of like the irobot style where it's like i i appreciate that and i appreciate that is that's humor that didn't take me out of it like this the the dialogue piece in the so the bar scene is just my least favorite part but the dialogue it's scene fine, in the bar, when he when he's like when he's like I flipped over that guy. You thought I was an invalid. You didn't know I was a ninja. And then Stem was like, "Um, excuse me, Gray, Actually, but I I never I never practiced in the arts of ninjutsu." Like <laughs> it's like how he like how he just gets like so like um great pardon me but as a matter I've of fact actually never I've I've never see, done that. I like, like I was I like think Gray is a character <laughs> like how I think it's kind of funny because he's just such a like. He's such a basic dude, but it's like you root for him kind of because of that. But it's like mostly the charisma of Logan Marshall Green. But like, uh, it's just funny because it's like he starts getting all cocky 
about it. He's like, yeah, because yeah. I can fucking it flip around. And, and that, it's like he's not even really controlling right. it. And it's just like I'm just basically just attached to this. But those scenes, well, it's like the, he is doing it, but his body's working. But Right. And um, the funny parts is like the funny part out of that is like him when he like does get the like he gets to like trick them with the chair like that. Those like subtle bits are. I enjoy yeah. that. Like no, I enjoy that, the levity I mean. there. It's like the, the straight, writing, like when the writing goes, like, straight cute. comedy. Like Lee Whannell, yeah, right. Lee Whannell's not like the world's greatest writer. Like he's not writing Shakespeare, but he knows how to write a really fucking entertaining movie that you could it's fucking sell yeah. too. You know what I mean? Like I right. feel like he writes what he wants to write, and then he's like, "Yo, I can make this on a budget. Let's fucking make this movie." You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know. It's like, but it is. It's things like that that is just like it's just kind of. A little, just a, just a little bit of fun, you know. It's goofy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got. Yeah, he's kind of like. I would love to see Lee Winnell and Alex Garland get together and, and make something. That'd be really fun. That'd be interesting. I know. They, I kind of yeah. hope that uh, he doesn't end up doing Green Hornet. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's that. Like that maybe could work. I mean, Green Hornet could kind work, of every, but it's every, just going to be another iteration. Every iteration has kind of died, so it's yeah. kind of like the Fantastic Four, like. You really shouldn't touch it, yeah, but maybe like, he can. Maybe I have faith that he, he could. He would do I'll, interesting I'll stuff. It. It'd be like Michelle Gondry's. Like, it'd probably yeah. be more accessible, but, like, there'd be some cool nifty camera stuff. and Because uh, mm-hmm. Michelle Gondry's had some really cool stuff, but I'm just like, I don't know. I don't think anyone really cares about that IP that much. Sorry if you're such a huge... Yeah. Like, I'm just I mean, like, you, I don't want him to be like, oh, we need to... Cause you know, I feel like James Wan's like, yeah, dude, get in on that that fucking DC money, bro. Like, I got Ugh, Aqu- I, I got Aqu- I got an Aquaman boathouse, uh, yeah. you know. And so they're like, hey, give my buddy Lee, give him the fucking Green Hornet movie. And they're like, okay, James Wan, thank you, James Wan. And uh, <laughs> and he does it. I'm like, no, dude, keep making like sci-fi thrillers because his last two have been, yeah. despite their flaws, overall net positives, pretty pretty dang good. When they're fucking rocking on all cylinders, they're not on all cylinders all the time. But when they're going all cylinders, yeah. they fucking rule. No, I love, I love this energy. Do we have any? Uh, do we have any reddits? Uh, wanna, yeah. We gotta, we, we gotta move the, we move this uh, podcast going because we got Travis today, baby. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna have to keep me on you want track a little, today. I'm a little, I'll give you a little. I'll give you a little money minute in between. Yeah, here. give me a money minute. Uh, yeah, dude. Um. So this was a really, really this. I mean, this is considered essentially micro budget. It was made for five million dollars. That's that's pretty fucking and good, man. Like I was gonna really say, small. I was gonna say like ten, right? No, Which yeah. is still not five that million. much. Like like this this no right ten. I was gonna say ten is yeah ten. This uh, feels this that's, feels that's, like a fifteen million dollar movie because it's still you can see does. you can see the budgetary restraints with like the smaller sets and the smaller like again like big oh, ideas but, small scope though like you know it's all like i said yeah. it's contained well um, you get you like with technology now we can have like the huge this because i feel like i feel like it it did enough in my brain and planted like here's the city and then we got a shot where they're outside in the city and then you know and so it's like it's like they use like their money wisely because it's like that cg of creating the like dense city is super easy to do you know relatively cheap so it's like i think they i think a lot of their money went to like choreography which which is awesome and then like practical they want they like it's lee winnell he shot like as practical as possible and so that that's amazing it, i it, love it i think that's the worst part and it about, pays off about the micro nano machines is that this movie uh-huh. is so practical right, right uh that when a you know 
decent CG. Like, it's not necessarily bad CG. Yeah. It's not great, but it's fine. But it's just like this ultra CG shot where it like zooms in on like <laughs> a micro too, level. I know it feels too, really it's too indulgent. It feels really out of place, kind of when in like yeah. the kind of gritty, grounded type of like rest of the, you know, sci-fi and violence. Like you know, the shotgun stuff is it's all too, very it's visceral. Too clean. It's too yeah, clean. The yeah. shotgun stuff. It's like you see it, like you said, at the vivisection. Uh-huh. It's got the tube prosthetic, like it's simple. It's but then it's yeah. like. Let's zoom in on this micro level. <laughs> Let's take this camera, basically, in this idea and just squonk it down. Yeah. Um, but even that, uh, having those kind of shots and the big cityscape shots on a fucking... And the practical effects and everything on a $5 million budget, killing it. So That's great. I mean, I think I think it helped. They shot it They shot it all in uh, Australia, and they shot it in, like... like 30 days it was like a 30-day turnaround for like everything dude nice. which is which is really fast and that's really tight that saves you the money that's but then they and they and then they box office 17 so it's like well that's they made that's they where made their, all their money back that's where like, their roots come from and i think that's why i'm uh i'm still rooting for those guys even james wan that does fast fast furious movies I, now that's okay he did malignant which kind of honestly bought like i, I give him some street i need to that, i need to watch like, malignant but yeah like it's it's great it's like it's so dumb and weird and i like i love it so uh you know. i want to see it it was i tried to put it on one of the polls and it didn't win a while back but uh maybe we'll, we'll watch it for october well, maybe. Horror-tober. Yeah. Horror-tober. yeah horror-tober coming up baby I'm ready. uh <laughs> it'll be here before we know it, but I know I'm always but, uh, ready. I don't know, like these guys are scrappy, and you know, so that's why I'm like yeah. I'm rooting for them because it's like they're the guys. They are like uh, the indie, like big indie filmmakers of the 2000s, where it's like yeah. they made the Saw short film on like Saw became a huge thing, and they made that for like fucking nothing. Also, so it's just like it's sad that Lee Winnell hasn't had well, the and, clout to and get a conjur- budget, but it's conjuring's still, what. Conjuring's what invented Bloomhouse. Like that's what, or you know, that's what, yeah. like that's what gave Bloomhouse the, its like leg to stand on. Mm-hmm. And now we're, you know, now we're here. And Bloomhouse prestige. makes great movies. So. Yeah, Bloomhouse yeah. does okay every now and again, right? Uh, okay, so I got a couple of Reddit. So Turbo Thirteen says this movie was a fun one. Definitely one of the best paced movies I've seen in a while. I thought the ending was badass with how Stem just put him into VR with his wife, and the <laughs> exception of why wouldn't Stem want to take over the main villain? I mean, his sneeze can kill you, and he has a gun and an arm, so why did he choose a normal dude? I'd rate it a 4.2. Thumbs up. Oh, nice. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I agree, because the Stem, stem like, just briefly mentions that he needs an unaltered human, yeah. but it but it also it begs the question, why wouldn't he take his wife? I mean, maybe that's, like, a, that's a, a statement on sexism here because it's, like, he wouldn't want a woman. But If we've learned anything about, like, like, artificial intelligence, they immediately become they, super racist and super misogynistic <laughs> yeah, in real life. Yeah. So, yeah, Stem, exactly, Stem's yeah. really it, just, like, an anti-Semite. Fucking, like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah. He I need, need he's like, pure I need a white Aryan guy that works, blood. <laughs> I need a white guy that works on cars. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's, my, that's my archetype. But anyways, his wife would have been a smarter choice, in my opinion. So it, we'll, we'll just – I'm going to leave it at that. Because she was she was fucking smarter and she worked at Cobalt, so it's like she already had she's access got the, to like she's got the a end. huge because tech. Yeah. once once I become yeah I don't know he doesn't want to make <laughs> his life harder by being a woman honestly and, even and though she's, she's sim- got the better she, job <laughs> yeah. like and she's sympathetic to she's sympathetic to robots dude she fucking loves robots so yeah. it's like she would have totally anyways I know he's let's an, go I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> let's get going let's all right get going. so uh, Cones or People too says. I had not heard of this, so I watched it for the first time with no expectations, and I really enjoyed this. The film is a lot of fun despite the violence and heavy themes, and it looks pretty nice despite its low budget. 
The lighting crew did a great job with light filters to give it a great look. The film scenes really stood out and were uh, sorry. The yeah, the fight scenes really stood out and were a highlight of the film, even giving me a holy shit moment the first time Stem takes full control. The cinematography really made the fighting look unnatural. I was split on the ending. I loved the very end where Stem wins, but the few minutes previous where we find out that Stem had this whole plan of becoming human was a bit too much. I think I would have preferred if Aaron was just the bad guy and Stem was an experiment gone wrong. Also, Aaron bring the bad guy was way too, being the bad guy was way too predictable. Overall, I really like this despite a few minor plot issues. Four out of five for me. Um, nice. Still, still solid. Yeah, that's solid. Cause yeah. Uh, thanks for commenting, guys. And then uh, I guess uh, Deucey J, Deuce Double J says, I liked it. Definitely flew under the radar, but those who did watch it were pleasantly surprised, like you said. If it came out today, it would probably get more notice. I think so. It's I, like, yeah. I, I'm weird I, that... Uh, yeah, I agree. I feel like if this was really easily accessible on like Netflix, it would blow up. No, I totally, like, I totally that's agree. the thing. It's because, like, if it was like, on like a big streaming service and people could just like, kind of just like casually come across it more easy. Then I feel like, uh, I feel like it would get a little bit more attention and it's, you know, it's, but that's why it's kind of a hidden gem, you know, it's kind of flew under the radar. No one really talks about it. how much I didn't, I don't know if you said how much did it make? That's right. It was 17. So it did great. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's solid, but it's it not like, great. you know, those are still small budget movies where they're like, well, it's not fucking Fast X. It didn't bring in a hundred million dollars, so who gives a fuck? You know I what I mean? Know, right. But I'm just happy, dudes like Lee Winnell just gonna have a career. You know what I mean? Even it's like, yeah, I'm no, I mean after so like Invisible Man, I was like, cool, I like that, and then this this movie, I'm like, okay, shit, if he keeps this energy. Like in his, because it's like Invisible Man. He still has that same energy. I want this like, like just... thriller, like adult sci-fi thriller. We don't really get that many of these these days. Like, no. again, we're talking like back in the like Robocop. Like, I feel like the '90s we got quite a few of those. Like, pretty yeah, like even... R-rated, like thrillers right. with the sci-fi like undertone. Like, you don't really get every sci-fi becomes more of an action movie geared towards horny teenagers. I don't know. It's like. I don't know this. I want a good, my good adult. No, I like sci-fi it. movie well, with speaking, gratuitous speaking violence. Of adults, <laughs> let's listen to let's listen to Travis. Okay, stall for what me while I find it. Bring it, bring it in. Well, I can give you another quick update on budget give because this is this is insane. I just looked up uh, Invisible Man, uh, Lee Winnell's version, twenty twenty, and uh, it fucking it apparently was nine million dollars. It has is the that smallest it? budget. It had nine million dollars. It grossed a hundred and forty-five million dollars. God damn! That, see that—that that is that's what I'm like. See, nine million for the fucking the twenty twenty. Yeah. Like that's that's crazy. That he is... dude, that guy knows how to fucking stretch a budget because <laughs> dude, that movie I'm, I was I'm like twenty five. Thoroughly impressed. Twenty twenty five million. Easy, easy, easy. Yeah, if you said thirty, it's like it's like fucking like Asteroid City is gonna cost thirty million dollars, and that's like that takes place on like one green screen set. So it's like, <laughs> I just don't even. I don't, it's like that takes place on like one back lot. Like, I can't believe I, that, that movie wild. was made for under ten million dollars. This movie doesn't that's even wild. look like it's made for ten million. No, and no, dude. I like production they be, They must be lying about better. the budget. Oh god, that's they crazy. must like. Bloomhouse, Bloomhouse must be like, like I don't know, selling off shares or See, something. I want to be, like I want to be committing. Lee Winnell. I want to be just like, oh, I got I this, know. I got this, dude. Just like, give me, give me like a couple cool mil, and I'll fucking make a cool movie. Yeah. I don't know if I have the skills, but I, I like, to, I mean, I like to hope. Like, I just want to be. Yeah, anyway. I need to give you the. And give you the have power, you listened dude. his his sexy? I don't have a good <laughs> accent like he does, but 
Oh, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Let me try out my Australian accent right As now. You go, yeah, Just kidding. I know, dude, you got to be. The uh, Aussies, right. baby. You ready? So here's Travis's voicemail. Here we go. Here we go. Hey guys, Upgrade is an exciting, interesting concept sci-fi flick with an unexpected ending. I liked everything about this movie except the lackluster police car chase. Maybe that would pass in other movies, but the bar was raised on this one from the moment Stem entered the picture. And also, is it me or does Logan Marshall Green look like a Tom Hardy double? <laughs> I also think he does an exceptional job making the viewer feel his pain and sorrow from losing his wife. The sheer dissolution he was experiencing from seeing his wife murdered while at the same time being stuck in a chair was touching to say the least. So my question for you two is, would you like to see the continuation of this story? The ending, in my opinion, was great, but it'd be cool to see what Stem would do now that it's in complete control. Thanks. Nice. See, that, nice, that's dude. what I Thank said. You. That's what I said. Like, I want to see what Stem's plan is and then, like, the struggle, it's like get out where he's like trapped in his own mind, you know? Yeah. Like yeah, I want I want uh, Gray to come and be like, get out. I'm a, this is a robot, <laughs> you know? Like, well, that'd be, yeah, that'd be kind of cool if he like could gain some of his faculties and like speak, yeah. you know? And like, so it's it, just Well, like, it's like that I, whole I loved- season arc of South Park where Cartman drinks Kenny's fucking ashes and Kenny just comes <laughs> oh, through every now yeah. and again. Like that's like, yeah. I just want the second one to be a buddy yeah. comedy and then he's just like, Shut up, fat ass, you know? <laughs> well, do you know what's... Oh, my God. Okay. Do you know what I didn't... You just... Thank you, Travis, for, for yes, thank, calling we've in. Missed, you we've just, missed your voice. Yes, we, we have, have missed you. You just you just triggered a memory. Uh, I'm pretty sure Venom, a Tom Hardy picture... Oh, yeah. ...came out the same year, and it's got a very similar that's, premise. Dude, that's gets, it. He gets controlled. That's the... And then you it's solved like, it. Yeah, dude. Dude, that, that's gotta that be... Is, cause that is... That is It's like literally like... That's got to be. That's got to be. That's the main reason nobody saw this yeah. movie. Yeah. It, it's same no, year. I'm, same year, Tom Hardy. It was. Same year. Uh, but it's oh my God. a fucking Venom, giant Marvel movie. <laughs> well, I know, right? Venom has like Venom has like all of the all of the things going See, the for thing it. Venom is, was probably a $50 million budget. I got I to gotta look it up now real quick. Look it up because I'm curious I got to know. Uh, I never. And that's, I do. I, I remember Venom seeing. Okay. I remember. I yeah. all Venom, but. Oh, I. Yeah, I never saw it either but i which is funny because i like the premise but i just marvel movies are so don't. structurally they like they do, yeah they just don't yeah. go there they i heard venom go was good and it's like honestly the sequel looked fun because i like woody harrelson uh but i'm just like I, every time i watch i'm the kind of guy that i can't get into a show or a video game or anything if there's like a ton of existing <laughs> content because i, I have to know Oh my God! What Marvel? Marvel figured it out, dude. I do not understand. <laughs> what is it? I guess they're. I guess Marvel is just doing the exact same thing that like Blumhouse does. They, but they like. That's just, they the, just do that's it on the a, whole studio. Probably. I mean, yeah, that is. Just... I guess that's true, duh. But it's like it's like fucking. Uh, the budget was a hundred million dollars. <laughs> so so it's like a hundred we times. We were low, it's, low, it's, low in there. I know. We give it fifty. It's like, dude, a hundred million dollars. So it's like a hundred. 105 times we're not the budget. we're not math guys uh, yeah <laughs> whatever guys. and then and then fucking uh it grossed almost it grossed what is that even what is that that's almost a billion dollars no i'm losing my mind right now 856 million dollars <laughs> right? isn't not, that almost a billion yeah did gross not, gross did worldwide no 856 million dude that's why get, <laughs> fuck, fuck get, that get, get fucked dude i don't even understand it's like i don't even get it like that's so stupid what? Is All it right. like I mean I need to see this I need to see this because I'm sure the pie chart goes. Let's watch like, it, but let's hundred million dollars in America. And then, 
I know. Yeah, let's yeah, let's figure out a way to you know get it off I Tubi will, or something. I will try and decipher a way to watch it for free. <sighs> what if the you, hell? What? I do want to now. I really want to see it. So I'm gonna Travis. Uh, I have a question for you and uh, everyone out there in podcast land. Please tell us. Have you seen Venom? Do you like Venom? You've probably seen it because 856 million people have seen it. So <laughs> you, had to, uh, you had to have liked it. Should we? Yeah. <laughs> like, should we? I know on this month, on the next week's poll, we got movies like Stalker. But should we do like a freaking Marvel movie? Do we need to do a Marvel movie? Do we? Was that what you want from us? I don't know. If I'm dead yeah. on the inside, I know. May as well do one, man. There's, Let's the, just figure there's it not out. enough Let's booze figure. in my house. Uh, God. Anyway. Anyways, I don't have anything else. This movie is now, a lot of fun. Go check if it sounds like it's up your alley and you have one. I mean. Hopefully you. I mean, now it, I have to see it. Venom to see if it's better, but I feel like it's going to be better than Venom. It does sound like, like a kind of a double yeah. feature. You know what I mean? Up, upgrade, upgrade's got to be better than Venom. I, I, Venom just I'm going to try. Now I feel like I got to watch Venom, but I got to give it like my and, objective viewing because I'm just so yeah. salt, like so obviously just biased <laughs> against are, like those. We are, of... you're, dude. Our yeah, our uh, our respective partners are totally right. We are pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, but right. but you know what? Speaking of which. Our movie for next week is going to be a did weird it Did it like, win? It did. Yeah, I checked it. Uh, okay, so moving yeah. on. We're still doing... By a whopping uh, by a whopping one vote, it won. <laughs> Upgrade was really close, too. Upgrade won, yeah. I think, only by know, one yeah. or two votes as well. So uh, I... Thank you for voting, everyone. Yeah, thank you. Not as many people are voting, but I saw that coming a mile away when, I, when we fine. decided to do this genre. But, you know, I think we flip-flop between big movies and small movies. I like, you know, obviously... The real diehard cinephiles that are with us on this, they're getting out of their comfort zone. Uh, so this next week we're watching David Cronenberg's Existence with an X and a Z capitalized. I don't, I, I don't know what I love Cronenberg, but I'm really frustrated with how he decided to spell this. I know. I was oh god, dude, tell me about. it. I was trying to type it out, and I'm like, you, oh. yeah. So X, now I'm kind of mad. We have to watch it because it's gonna. I'm gonna spell it wrong and. <laughs> Uh, do it on yeah, the true. whole thing, but uh, yeah. no, I've I've never seen it, and so I'm looking forward to it. It's one of the few Cronenbergs I've not seen. It's kind of been on my right. list. It it looks weird, so I don't know. Night late '90s Cronenberg, man. Let's find out, right? I'm in it. Yeah, I'm in it to win it, dude. Let's, let's find out. So go check out I'm ready that to movie, get goopy, dude. If you see, yeah, dude. There, I there better be some goop. Uh, be. I the censure for me is when I realized Willem Dafoe's in it. Yeah. Oh baby, which uh, yeah. is like a smaller character, but <laughs> I'm all about the foe, baby. Yeah. So anyway, uh, go watch that movie, Existence. I'm trying to. I keep wanting to say extends <laughs> or something. Extends. Yeah, extends. that's really it's, what it is. Existence, it's but it's existence. spelled super crazy. Uh, yeah. You'll figure it out. I don't know. There's probably at least. Cro- Look up Cronenberg. There's like a flesh gun in it, which he's got an obsession with weird flesh guns. He loves flesh guns. I let's let's take a let's take a, a bet right now. What what body part? What like private part are we gonna see of William Defoe in this movie? What, oh, what? I, I, his you butt think, cheeks are gonna come butts? off and become butts? flesh guns. I don't know. Yeah, right. right, right. I hope so. It's, it's either gonna be butterballs. Yeah. One of those. <laughs> we'll, yeah. to, well, I guess. Give it. Stay to tuned me. to find out. Stay tuned. Yes, yeah, coming next week. Check that out. See what other movies we're gonna be watching. We also. For our Patreons, do you want to say what movies we're gonna watch? I mean, sure. Or at least, yeah, at least do, next week. Put it on. We, I mean, that's uh, the whole. This is we're, we're in we're in promotion corner right yeah, now. Baby. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. If you've come. made it, if you've made it this far, I appreciate you very much. And uh, but uh, we're going to. We talked about we're gonna do more bonus movies for our Patreons. So 
if you want to check out those podcast episodes, come join us on the Patreon. But we're going to do uh, Park Chan-wook's decision to leave. Whoops. This next week, and then by the end of the month, we're going to do, when it comes out, we're going to do Asteroid City. So, Hell yeah, dude. Uh, staying relevant, the maybe. Would be good. Well, the whole thing, we just want to, like, watch new movies that we, I kind of want to make them pretty much all ones both of us have not seen. Right, yeah. Um, newer movies, just so we can catch up with shit we want to watch. Because, again, it's like, I'm pissed. It's already June, and I haven't watched Decision to Leave. Because that was, like, one of my most anticipated movies the last year. But it's just, it's one of the, it's right. like so many movies just fly by, man. I know, yeah. We're making it, we're making it a priority. And everybody out there, if you come be a Patreon supporter, we will, we will love you forever. Love we'll you. Give you. We'll give you virtual hugs and kisses. Yeah. And... You can and you can get some fucking get some stickers, content, baby. good content. We got content. other bonus uh, podcasts and stuff, and the Plex and everything. So check it out. Uh, thank you, everyone. It is on there, and thank you to everyone on the Reddit that actually is participating. Um, yeah, you guys rock. Yeah, you guys are all great. So uh, I'm glad. I like. I like this. All right. I like. This. Yeah, I like. I like doing this too. <laughs> I like. I like. Uh, I'm a fan of Cult of Cinema Knowledge. I'm a fan. I know. Me too. I actually. I, I'm actually. Podcast, sometimes, kind of. I'm actually upset. I don't have a, a tattoo yet. I'm surprised. Oh, you just wait. Actually, yeah. What's going on? Actually, that's going to be a patron uh, tier oh, yeah. <laughs> coming up. I totally forgot. So uh, we'll look look for that in the future, there, my good yeah. friends, and uh, yeah. everybody who. You want your face tattooed on you. Jordan's neck? One hundred percent. All right. All well, right. You guys have a great night. Goodbye. Enjoy your upgrades. Hey. Bye. Bye.